0: Cinemas, Cinema's soft, soft underbelly. Hello, everyone. Eugene Weaver here once again for another episode of Cinemas Soft Underbelly, your one-stop shop for horror movies and science fiction movies and fantasy movies and gore movies and black comedies and the craziest, weirdest things you've never heard of and may never want to hear from again. Uh, I am going to continue my uh, ongoing segment on trauma Films and mainly focusing on in-house produced movies. And yesterday I talked a little bit about the company itself and the founders and all that good stuff and kind of their their work ethic, I guess, so to speak. And I also talked about their bread and butter which would be the toxic avenger part 1 which came out in 1984 <clears throat> and i was actually planning on touching base on the other two there's actually three sequels but it seems like toxic avenger 2 and 3 were more had the more of the feel for the first one and again i'm going to get it more into into like the times that these things were made later uh but um For some reason, Citizen Toxie, which is Toxic Avenger Part 4, seems to be a bit different, uh, a different beast than Parts 2 and 3. Uh, So I'm going to get going here because there's a lot to get through if I'm going to be talking about Toxic 2, 3, and 4. I might even hit a little bit on Toxic Crusaders, the animated uh, thing, whatever you want to call it, that they did. And um, and if I have any time, even after that, I might even touch on a uh, non-Troma produced movie that Troma distributed because that's I like I said yesterday, Troma is a distribution house as well, so they've got a ton of movies that they that they distribute, and uh, there is some gems in there. Uh, I haven't seen many of their non-produced movies. The ones that I have seen aren't that great, but there is a couple gems in the rough that do stick out. So, if I have time, I'm going to get to that. If not, we'll see. Yesterday, I touched on uh, Redneck Zombies, which was a non-trauma-produced movie. So, anyway, uh, we're going to get started with The Toxic Avenger Part 2. And this movie was directed by Michael Hertz and Lloyd Kaufman. And it came out in 1989, and obviously, it was riding on the success of the first Toxic Avenger, as well as the very successful Class of Nukem High. And like as I said yesterday, I'm planning on getting into uh, the Class of Nukem High movies as well. There's there's four of them right now, and a fifth one is, I'm guessing it's been shot. It's just uh, waiting for distribution, I, I guess. So, uh, Toxic Avenger Part 2, I've got the Blu-ray here. This is a UK import Blu-ray. And uh, I haven't had a chance to watch this particular Blu- Blu-ray yet. I did watch the first Toxic Avenger on Blu-ray, which was fantastic. Uh, like I said in my previous episode, the remastering makes these movies feel very different. It makes them feel like actual, actual movies. And it, before they felt like movies too, but but this feels more of a like a, a more of a cinematic type experience versus the quality that it had been. It was just. It was so, so, so poor that it was uh it was a chore to get through. So uh okay, I'm gonna read the back of Toxic Avenger Part 2 here. Uh tackling toxic troubles from Tromaville to Tokyo. Uh Toxies Mean Green and back on the screen. Melvin Junko was a nerdy 80 or 98-pound weakling until he fell into a vat of toxic waste turning him into the first-ever superhuman superhero from New Jersey. This time, the hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength takes on Tokyo. The Toxic Avenger Part Two is a spectacular sequel with even more ingenious special effects, even more bizarre action, and even more unbelievably famous fight scenes. He's come a long way from Tromaville, baby. Waka waka. Um, So, I do like this movie, and... The more I watch it, the more I do enjoy it. However, uh, one of the things that I think really brings Toxic Avenger Part 2 down some is the fact that the running time on this thing is uh, 1 hour and 50 minutes. And that is an eternity in extreme low-budget stuff like this. Uh, I think that it's way too long. It could have... Uh, easily, and then there there is an R-rated version. This is the unrated version. The R-rated version is still too long. In fact, if you have a choice between this unrated version and the R-rated version, do not by any means watch the R-rated version. They chopped uh, a ton of of uh, violence and gore and whatnot out of this thing. So stay away. This one here adds the the running time of the R-rated version was ninety six minutes. And um, so there's a significant amount of new new stuff in this, and I'm going to get into some of that la- a little bit later. The budget on this thing was two million three hundred thousand dollars. Pretty good. That's that's pretty darn good, uh, especially considering this is still a trauma movie and it still looks like a trauma movie. So um, I I give the movie credit. I'm I am sure that the, the original Toxic Avenger was nowhere near. The budget that this thing had. It's obvious that it, it didn't. So uh, the movie opens up with this elaborate fight scene. And it goes on forever. It go—it goes on and on and on and on and on. And uh, it's its its really funny at first. And then it's like, come on. And then it gets funny again. Because it keeps on going so long with the Toxic Avenger. It's almost like a, a clown car type situation where... Toxic Avengers is fighting these people that are running out of this car. And there's literally people running out of the car. It's, like, never-ending. So they definitely played up the comedy in this one here. And while the first one was very darkly funny, this one here was almost more so. It seemed like they, they saw what worked with the first one, and that was some of the wacky, weird humor. So they just upped that a lot in this movie. And for the most part, it works. You just have to be aware that, uh, the you know, if you're not into this type of humor and this type of thing, you're probably going to be either offended or turned off. And that's, that's trauma for you. Uh, Michael J. White. This was his first movie that he was in. And Michael J. White was in The Dark Knight. He was in Spawn. I believe he was Spawn. Uh, he was in uh, Undisputed 2... Last Man Standing. Um so he's 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 a name actor. Um there and there's actually some other movies I'm looking on his IMDb right now and there's some other movies that like okay, I I remember that movie. I remember that movie. Uh Two Days in the Valley and he's been a lot of TV shows. NYPD Blue, JAG, uh Ballistic. Uh he was in Universal Soldier. He's one of the soldiers in the original Universal Soldiers. So uh, anyway, that's I think that's kind of cool. Uh, that I, again, yet another another quote-unquote star uh, got his start in trauma. So uh, just a couple of trivia notes here. Uh, John Altamura was fired during production, according to Lloyd Kaufman, for abusing his authority. Uh, Ron Fazio, who plays an executive of Apocalypse Incorporated was originally asked to only be the Toxic Avengers distant shot double. However, after uh, Altamura's dismissal, Fazio was asked to play the part and provide the character's voice. Producers kept the scenes with John Altamura, hence, both men are credited with the title role. There you go. Uh, The original edit of Toxic Avenger 2, it was four hours long. So Troma split the movie into two movies, which is The Toxic Avenger Part 3. And uh, that's something similar that happened with the more recent return to Newcomb High is the movie was so long that they went ahead and split it into uh, two movies. So, um, and I'm glad they did because this is already a long movie that honestly is not great. It's okay, but it's nothing, it's not as good as the original. That's for sure. It's... Definitely not as good as the original. Um, But it's still watchable, and it's still fun, and if you go in thinking that, you know, it's... you just... you just roll with it, you know? So, uh, Melvin, his last name was changed from Ferd, as it was in the original, to Junko for the sequels. Why? Only Troma knows. Who knows? Um, So, anyway, and then, like I said, there was a bunch of stuff cut from the movie... And, um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, it was, um, uh, it was a good movie for what it was. He travels over to Tokyo and has to relearn, um, it's been a little while since I've seen the movie, but it's, it's a trauma movie. He kills a bunch of people and then he, I think he loses his girlfriend or whatever, and then he heads over to Tokyo and... Does things in Tokyo and then comes back and something happens and then there you go. So Toxic Avenger Part uh, <clears> Two. <throat> anyway, that's going to be it for Toxic Avenger Part Two because I have nothing else to say about this movie. I haven't watched it recently, so it's hard for me to comment on it. Other than I did enjoy it for what it was uh, when this did come out. I remember this on video shelf stores, uh, video store shelves. Sorry, and uh, I do remember big. you know big proud paramount pictures and i'm like what uh like that's weird okay but i i guess that paramount at some point was involved in this movie and maybe they funded it because the uh the movie did so well in uh the first one did so well i don't know that's weird anyway um okay i think it was paramount it was it was a big one of the big studios and i'm thinking it was paramount um so anyway moving on uh, and things aren't going to get better here, by the way. I, this, uh, Toxic Avenger Part 3 is not a whole lot different than Part 2. Um, 102 minutes long. Uh, came out in 1989, so that's that just shows you that they split the, these movies right down the middle in half. Same directors, Michael Hertz, Lloyd Kaufman, obviously. I have the DVD of this. The The Blu-ray is not out yet, but rest assured I'll be getting it because I get this stuff, you see. Um, so anyway, back of the movie here is, uh, first of all, the subtitle for the, for Toxic Avenger part three is the last temptation of Toxie. So yeah, cashing in on that last temptation of Christ thing there, uh, times are hard for Toxie. What's a hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength to do after he's eliminated crime from his hometown? Desperate to raise money for the experimental surgery that could restore his blind fiancé's eyesight, Toxie accepts a lucrative job with the evil multinational conglomerate Apocalypse Incorporated. Now Toxie's transforming into an even more monstrous creature, a yuppie, and all of Tromaville is paying the price for Toxie's bargain. The Toxic Avenger must defeat his own inner demons before taking on the devil himself in a battle royale while the fate of Tromaville hangs in the balance. And, okay, this movie. Uh, One thing of note with Toxic Avenger Part 3 is there's uh, a great scene towards the end where uh, Toxic Avenger is duking it out with this big demon thing, and it's something straight out of an old japanese godzilla movie where it's just fake looking dudes in suits pounding the crap out of each other and the you know the 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 bad guy turns into a demon thing and there's a school bus involved if i remember correctly and it's like what okay but it was cool i i i dug it um uh, Mark Torgle was offered the chance to return as Melvin, declined, and that, that was the original Melvin from the first Toxic Avenger. He was not in the other ones. Um, obviously, half the footage from, uh, like I said, with Toxic Avenger Part Two, a lot of the there was some footage in Toxic Avenger Three that these, basically this was shot as one movie, and then they just split it in half. So, uh, having said that, this almost feels like a an afterthought, even after Toxic Avenger Part Two, although it's still immensely watchable. It's just, uh, it's, I don't know. It just, it doesn't, yeah, something isn't quite, doesn't quite work with it. Rick Collins said that <coughs> during production, three ch- child actors were scared of him in the devil makeup. When he convinced the first two children that it was only makeup and even offered for them to feel it, they did and were no longer scared. However, when the third child, Tried to feel it. He did the devil's scream, and since then, he has admitted to feeling bad about that. So, hey, there you go. There's some useless information. Um, Okay. Oh, what else is there to talk about Toxic Avenger Part 3? Um, It's, uh, yeah, uh, it's something. It exists, and it's entertaining enough if you're into trauma movies. As you can tell, though, with both uh, Toxic Avenger 2 and 3... I don't have the love for these movies that I did for the original, and even getting into like uh, Citizen Toxie is significantly better than than these two movies. They really uh, they really ups the bar with Toxic Avenger for, Part Four, and in fact, I think that Lloyd Kaufman went on record as saying that that's the true sequel to the Toxic Avenger was uh, Toxic Avenger Part Four, and while these two. F- Still feel more akin to the first one as far as like the time that they were shot in, uh, and Citizen Toxie obviously feels a little bit more new. Um, it does have a lot more of the spirit of the first one in it. So, um, anyway, I would talk more about about uh, Toxic Avenger parts two and three, but you know what? I don't I don't know what else to say. It was their movies, so there you go. Um... Before I get into Citizen Toxie, I want to talk real briefly about Toxic Crusaders. Uh, I do have a boxed set of the the first three Toxic Avenger movies and this movie here, and all on DVD. And uh, this one here, because of the success of the Toxic Avenger movies, Troma decided they would get into animation. And uh, there was uh, a bunch of superheroes, the main one being Toxic Avenger... And I believe this was a TV show, but now they actually made their an animated movie out of it. And I've uh, got to tell you, I've never seen it. It's here, and it's something. And uh, the uh, it looks cheesy, but it's funny that this super gory, disgusting, sick, black comedy horror movie spawned uh, a cartoon series for kids. So, I'm going to read the back of the box here. The Toxic Crusaders wage an ongoing war of laughs against crime, corruption, and chemical waste in order to save Tromaville and the rest of the planet. The Toxic Crusaders must thwart the plans of the evil Dr. Kilmoff, a mutant pollutant from the planet Smogula, and his hordes of heinous henchmen. And the animation on the back looks... Very, very 80s, and that's not a bad thing. I'm not complaining about that at all. That uh, probably is a positive. Uh, but eh, maybe one of these days I'll brave the 90-minute runtime on that and just get it over with. But for now, eh, I've got too many other things to watch. So, <clears throat> okay, anyway, back to the movies themselves. Citizen Toxy, The Toxic Avenger Part 4. And uh, this is one that, like I said yesterday, that there's a making of on this thing. It's called Apocalypse Soon, the making of Citizen Toxie. And for that reason alone is enough reason to uh, to buy this movie. It is truly ground level. This is how low budget films are made. And it's a feature length it's a feature-length making of, and it is fantastic. It, just to see what goes into these super low-budget movies is incredible. And, you know, they made it work. And this movie here cost $500,000, and this is worlds better than parts 2 and 3 that had significantly bigger budgets. Um, but its I, I highly recommend any fledgling, uh, fledgling directors, producers, whatever... Do yourself a favor and watch as many, uh, making of, uh, making of features on Troma movies that you can, even if you don't like the movies themselves, they are, it's amazing what goes into these things and the corners that they cut to get their art on screen. And, uh, this is no exception. This was a fantastic watch. I liked it as much or even more so than the actual movie itself, uh, and it captures everything when the tempers flare it's on camera and it's it's great so uh toxic Avenger part four now this one here is also a pretty long runtime this one here is a runtime of one hundred and nine minutes and again it's just it's really long although this was a much easier sit through than the previous toxic Avenger movies the previous two that were long as well this one here it moved quicker uh, it was a little bit more witty, a little bit more funny, and certainly more gory. It was like it's to me. It felt like all of the gore in this thing, um, all of the special effects. It, that's where the money went. Uh, I cannot imagine that people were paid a whole well. Yeah, watch the special features. People weren't paid a whole lot in this thing. Uh, so anything, anything that they can do to get the movie made is is. That's trauma for you. I'm going to read the back of my DVD here. I'm looking forward to getting this on Blu-ray eventually. This is another one where I've watched this numerous times on DVD, and I'm like, ah, oh, the quality is so bad, it's almost unwatchable. Well, that's because the quality, yeah, it is it is almost unwatchable. But the first Toxic Avenger is proof, and even Class of Nukem High on Blu-ray, that is proof that a good cleanup job, 1080p, high-definition remaster, and now you've got something that is that can be shown on bigger screens and not be embarrassed to, you know, like you're watching barely one notch up from a, from a VHS. And that's what this movie feels like the whole way through. I mean, it just, it feels compressed and low bit rate and just crappy. And there's a good movie in there. It's just, it needs to be cleaned up some, in my opinion. So I'm going to read the back of the box here real quick. A Tale of Two Toxies. Citizen Toxie is Toxie's most ambitious and successful movie. When the notorious Diaper Mafia take hostage the Tromaville school for the very special, which you just have to see that to believe it, uh, only the Toxic Avenger and his morbidly obese sidekick Lardass can save Tromaville. However, a horrific explosion creates a dimensional portal between Tromaville and its dimensional mirror image. Amortville, you see, it's spelled backwards, Troma. Uh, While the Toxic Avenger is trapped in Amortville, Tromaville comes under the control of Toxie's evil doppelganger, the Noxious Offender. Noxie, you see. That's his name, Noxie. Will Toxie return to Tromaville in time to stop Noxie's rampage, or is he doomed to remain a second-class citizen in Amortville forever? How did Toxie's wife Sarah become pregnant with two babies from two different fathers? Will Tito, the retarded rebel, ever get over his teen angst and become a productive member of society? Citizen Toxie features the most formidable lineup of superheroes ever assembled, including Sergeant Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD, Mad Cowboy, Dolphin Man, Master Bader, and The Vibrator. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman has also assembled a cast that reads like a veritable reunion of trauma superstars, including... Of course, Ron Jeremy, Lemmy, Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf, James Gunn, Kinky Finkelstein, <laughs> and many others. Hilarious and shocking, erotic and surprising. Citizen Toxie is full of unforgettable special effects. Anyone is calling, everyone is calling it a tro Masterpiece, you see. So, yeah, and this is actually one that uh, uh, Eli Roth does a cameo in this one. Uh, and what what I just read there, if you kind of, sort of thought that it was funny, then you'll probably enjoy this movie. If you're like, give me a break, then eeeeh, because that is the humor on display in this movie. It is, uh, it's out there. But I, I get a kick out of the uh movie. In fact, uh, again, like, like before, this movie ha- has, uh, has that famous car flip that was found in Toxic Avenger. Um, it's, the stock footage of the car flip stunt, it was from—it was in Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD, and *Terra Firmer*. Tromia and Juliet, Return to Newcomb High, original Toxic Avenger, it was in this, and I think it's great. So, uh, after Noxie ties Sarah up, he says, I want to have your abortion, and that is a, a small tribute to the line that got cut from Fight Club. I thought that was kind of interesting, so... Before the the movie's uh, world premiere, a decision was made to leave the World Trade Center in the opening narration, despite the 9-11 attacks taking place a month earlier. This decision was applauded by the crowd. So that was kind of interesting. Um, Mitch Cohen, who played Toxie in the original Toxic Avenger, makes a cameo as a racist who is lynched by the KKK after Tro- Toxie gives him a, back- a blackface treatment with a car engine. Uh... Hugh Hefner was originally going to be in the Troma Do segment. There was even a shot of him saying only the Toxic Avenger knows for sure in the original teaser trailer. Unfortunately, a cease and desist order from Hefner's lawyers forced Troma to remove any and all visual depiction of him from both their advertising and the final film. By all accounts, Hefner himself was initially fine with being in the film, but his lawyers convinced him he was unfairly coerced into being in the movie. Because of this, during the special thanks to sequence of the final credits, there is a special no thanks to Hugh Hefner's lawyer's credit. Uh, So, there you go. That's interesting, kinda. Um, Tromadu shots were filmed in the Playboy Mansion in the black-and-white film clip of Tromadu. Was a homage to the opening scene of Citizen Kane because Citizen Kane and Citizen Toxie are they're they're connected, you see, so that's something. Uh, 30 gallons of blood was used in the hospital scene. Uh, Tex Diaper, the leader of the Diaper Mafia, says in one scene, all like uh, this is a this is a more or less PG rated show, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna actually repeat that line, um, but. Yeah, uh, it's a reference to the original Toxic Avenger. So I'll just say that. You'll have to watch it and see because these things are so smutty and so laden with filthy language. Uh it's hard for me to quote lines from the movie. Uh the line that they're referring to from the first movie is all right everyone drop your tacos or I'll blow your brains out. And uh the uh, the version in this one is is a little bit, a little bit more uh rough. So Um, in the gar in the hospital scene, the blood was sprayed on the actors with a garden sprayer. And a lot of this stuff, uh, you can watch on the special features with how they do the special effects because there's nothing really special about the effects. Uh, it's just, it's, uh, quantity over quality here, but the quantity is so much. It's so overwhelming that you're, you're like, this thing is disgusting. Uh, whereas if it would be like half as much, Bloodshed and gore—it would be like this is fake. But it, because it's just it's splattering in your face all through the movie, it's like oh, this thing is just nasty. So they make it work. Trust me, it's uh, this movie is uh, is sure to offend almost everybody on some level or another. Because uh, Trauma Studios and Lloyd Kaufman—they go after different races, they go after different religions, uh, venomously, by the way, I might add. Uh, so if if you have issue with certain things in your movies that you might get offended about, especially this one here. This one here is easily the roughest of all of the Toxic Avengers. In fact, it's one of the uh, it's one of the most sick trauma movies I've ever seen. It is throwing everything in the kitchen sink in, and whatever works works, whatever doesn't, whatever. Uh, but this one here and Poultrygeist would be my second. Those two are probably the the harshest of the trauma movies but it's a good time at first the first time i watched the movie i'm like "Ugh, this is not that good and then of course i you know it's just like cigarettes the first cigarette you take you're like oh this isn't good but then you keep on trying them and all of a sudden it's like that's not bad okay i kind of like the buzz that this has given me welcome to toxic avenger part four that's kind of what this movie did for me the first time i watched it but as I rewatched it, I've watched the thing probably five or six times now since it first came out. Uh, I've grown to quite enjoy the movie, and I am really looking forward to the Blu-ray that's coming out, I believe, in January. And that is all me, because uh, I have a feeling that I'll be watching the movie. It'll seem like I'm watching it for the first time. So, good stuff, very good stuff. I, I this is this is true CinemaSoft soft underbelly stuff right here. These movies, Toxic Avenger stuff. Trauma stuff is, that's cinema underbelly stuff right there, folks, so if you're wanting to know what what uh, I'm trying to refer to, it's stuff like this, so uh, big thumbs up on that one. I don't have enough time to cover the non-trauma movie that, I w- that they didn't produce, but they distributed, uh, and it's a good one, too, so I'll just leave that as a cliffhanger until the next time, uh, but rest assured that this movie here I will be talking about, because I've seen it numerous times, and uh, I'll... I'll hit on it at a later date, so anyway. Uh, okay, well, I'm running out of time, so Toxic Avenger 2 and Toxic Avenger 3, watchable in my opinion, although a, a significant drop in quality from the first one, and then things drastically pick up with uh, Citizen Toxie, which is Toxic Avenger Part 4. The cartoon, never seen, good chance never will, who knows, I don't know, I maybe it might be clean enough that my kids can watch it, and uh, that's their... First viewing of a trauma movie. That makes me feel dirty and disgusting. So I'm Eugene Weaver, and uh, you can get a hold of me at Eugene Weaver at hotmail.com for any questions or comments or anything that you want to chime in on. Movies you want to see, movies you don't want me to talk about, movies that you do want me to talk about, let me know. Uh, and of course, uh, I've got another show that I'm co hosting with Eric Marner. We are known as the Movie Freaks, and we are on YouTube. And then Cinema Sidekicks, I talk about them every episode. Make sure that you can catch their show over on iTunes. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for me today. I hope you are enjoying this, uh, these, these trauma episodes. I'm going to probably continue uh, until I get tired of talking about trauma. And, and that could happen very, very quickly. Trust me. So uh, Okay, until next time, I'm Eugene Weaver. Thanks for listening.